and welcome to another episode of Open World. I'm Elisa, I'm here with Lara and Alexis. Hi, Hi everyone, family. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about fictional languages. So when building a fictional world in books and movies and video games, of course, uh, <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> yes, uh, a lot goes into place to make it look as believable and realistic as possible and create that immersive experience. And in some cases, that includes creating a whole other language, like a whole new languages. In some video games, even yeah. several languages, like for, for different. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, guys, I know we've all experienced uh, different fictional languages in video games. Do you remember which was the one, uh, the first one you came across? Yes, absolutely. I mean, for me, it has to be Simlish. Um, I remember being like a child playing with my computer uh, with the Sims one. Sims one. And hearing you know, all these weird noises Sims coming one. from the Sims mouth, you know? And I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah, and when I was a kid, I, I didn't have the same level as in, of English as I have today, right? So it was just like, oh my God, they, they are speaking in English. And I was like, oh my God, this is English. Oh my, it is not, it is similar. I hope one day you can understand it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, well, my, my little brain was in that cloud nine of, oh my god, this is English. Um, so, it's that insane, so soul and dag dag for hi and goodbye. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so fluent. <laughs> I am now bilingual. <laughs> and now I speak English, Spanish, and Sibley. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm How trying to link to my LinkedIn profile, and I'm just like, yes, I do. Languages yeah. I speak simply. Uh, how about you, Ali? Uh, God, well, I'm an RPG guy. The first one that I remember is in PlayStation 2 times with Final Fantasy X. They had a, a fictional language called the Albed. Um, it was like this entire civilization that was different from all of the rest of the world. And that was very interesting because, I mean, all of the your main characters, the cities that you visited and everything were all very religious with uh, summonings and everything. But this mm -hmm. other civilization, the Albed, spoke differently. They didn't believe in any religion or anything, but they trusted in what they say, machina, in machines. Mm -hmm. And that was like forbidden. Mm -hmm. But the way that they, <clears throat> that Square Enix like truly showed that difference was through language. Mm. So when you first face one of these albed, you don't understand what they're saying. What they come, what comes out of their mouth is gibberish, but the subtitling it's in a different color, and the letters are exchanged. I mean, mm. it doesn't make any sense. But as you go on uh, traveling around the world and everything, you find these ciphers. You, mm. Like I don't know, you find uh, an item, and that item allows you to understand one letter of everything that they are saying. So. As the game progresses and as you understand more about them, yeah. you can make up what they're saying. Oh, that's really I'm interesting. Out, I know, yeah. but it blew my mind. It blew my mind. I, because I, I mean, you're blowing my mind right now. It's just like mine looks so dumb now. No, <laughs> but, no but I mean, uh, they did it. It's Square Enix. Yeah. And they had Absolutely. Yeah, when you think about it, like the, it's insane the amount of work that, yeah. Yeah, that it goes The through. amount of effort of yeah, creating absolutely. like a big language. Exactly. Like, oh and and you know, like we know this, of course, there's like very different approaches to this. Like there's languages where you can 
actually learn some yeah. that you have like tasks where you uh, are trying to discover and a lot of times you don't need to learn the language. I don't know how it was uh, for, for no, I mean, you could you could it's like optional it. yeah it's like optional. if you wanted to it's a side quest throughout the entire game you found one okay I can understand the better and yeah once you find a couple you know the syllable the, the vowel sorry uh, you kind of mm. make out what they're saying but it gives also the game replayability mm. because if you think about it it's genius but it's simple all mm. they did in english was exchange the letters yeah, the, yeah. The, the a was always another letter yeah. but in its simplicity it showed so much yeah. yeah yeah and then you're like am i missing something from the story maybe if i learn the language uh, like, that, yeah, yeah that's very it's mysterious yeah exactly yeah, maybe, what about you do you remember your first fiction yeah. language um, I don't know, I, probably the first I heard was Simlish as well, uh, but one that I, it's very dear to my heart is Animalist. Oh my god, yeah! Of Animal Crossing, uh, because it sounds so cute. Basically. <laughs> yeah, it's so good, so good. It's, yeah, it's, it's the sounds, cutest. Yeah, it's a, and it sounds a little bit like a speed up version of Japanese. Yeah. Um, and, and my question for for you guys now was like, do you know if it's translatable, like what Ali was saying, or if these languages are just gibberish? Because there's a lot of them that are, and Animalis is one of those. One of those. Like at first, I was hearing some noises that uh, like you couldn't it, make some. Yeah. Right. So I was like, yeah, just like, can you actually translate this? And and I looked into it, and unfortunately, not this. Yeah, it's not translated. <laughs> oh, do you know about Simlish? I know there are like some uh, fan-made uh, glossaries and stuff mm. for certain words. <laughs> yeah, um, like soul, soul being high, die, mm. die being goodbye, and everything. Um, but uh, EA hasn't actually confirmed this. It's just like they agree with the fact that it's a language that goes with emotion. Right. So it's just pure gibberish yeah. all the time. It's just it doesn't make any sense. But you yeah. can actually hear the emotion, feel the emotion. I mean, come mm. on, guys. I mean, you heard the music that has been made. This is crazy English. because sometimes, yeah, there's even songs created in this fictional language. That's, that's a funny thing because I was playing the other day. Uh, you can actually put some music with, with your theme, you know, with the music. Background. Thing, yeah, yeah in the background, absolutely. Um, and I found myself singing to the simlish style of the song <laughs> just like just singing pure gibberish and I was like, oh my god my brain what, has been what's, consumed what's happening with me she's like it doesn't make any sense uh, but, it, but i think what's crazy about simlish is it's been it's been like there for so long that now it sounds natural like 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 what you said like you know at the beginning it's like what are they saying and now it's like so normal that they speak that way it's yeah, just like absolutely. how it is that's that's how it's and if, it, if the sims will start speaking in english that would be so weird it's just like no, so yeah. weird be weird yeah, yeah and the exactly. amount of songs that were rewritten in similar yeah there's yeah. there's video clips maybe we can like share yeah. some oh in this because you have to we can put that. one of the songs right now yeah in my case i mean uh, in, in the final fantasy case that they are bad i mean it was made to make them look different you know mm. it, it was made for that but i mean maybe not quite as assemblage but other that i can think of um, <clears throat> is the dobasun in skyrim i mean they invented an entire language that originally was um it was a, a dragon language 
you know mm. and the, the the cool thing that they that the creators invented was like <clears throat> there were like runes you know like written in stone but it's like oh claws from the dragons it's insane literally and, that is insane and right. you as as the, the the main character can actually do screams and shouts from that dragon power not everyone can read that you know so i mean it's, it's not translatable okay but it has a meaning yeah and i think yeah, that's yeah. what's interesting you know mm -hmm. yeah when when it has like a specific purpose because i'm i'm uh, thinking as yeah. you as you said like to differentiate um races or some stuff like that i i played like 10 years of my life of world of warcraft and um even though your game is fully localized in the language that you are playing in um if you're from the horde like me you're going to speak orcish and if you are from the alliance you're going to be speak common it doesn't matter the language that you're speaking um i might be speaking in spanish with my teammates or in english with my teammates the other side of the ball is not going to understand you at all it's going to right. come out all gibberation wow. it's like in, in the, you can choose yeah. like the channel right? yeah you can choose like yeah you can choose the mm. channel you can choose like if you want to talk in orcish that is like the common language mm -hmm. in the horde um or you can i don't know maybe if you play with a blood, blood elf like i did you can actually <coughs> speak the language of the blood elves too or if mm -hmm. you if you are a troll you can speak the languages of the trolls it's right. just like every race has this thing mm. that makes them unique it is a gibberish language but mm -hmm. it has like this purpose of making you unique and, and uh, look, look different from the yeah, other absolutely. Yeah. and in, in a way like that's especially if you play it like when you're young and that makes you think about the role of languages like in the real world because it's a, it's a bit like that as yeah. well like you know and, and and in a way like the for those cases where you can't understand the language that can also be like one of the purposes of like you want to try to learn it or like um i know some people when they talk about um legends of Zelda, i know that you yeah, know, but, yeah absolutely. i know some people yeah. have tried to like also to learn it but it, it's like like languages in the real world has evolved and in all different that's the thing with with Zelda, i believe it it has changed it has evolved it changed uh, like the roots and everything yeah yeah, yeah everything is changing yeah so it's just like sometimes you can try yeah maybe you find some similarities mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it has like grammatical rules and everything yeah. um there is like this blog post about alan so Alan, from Alan. from Alan, yeah, I I don't want to slur Sukoni, Alan Sukoni, it's so great. Um, he actually talks about world building through fictional languages, and I think it's so amazing what he has to say because, um, he says there are some fictional languages that can be translated because they have an alphabet or grammatical rules. The entire world of uh, the Lord of the Rings was built around a series of languages that Tolkien himself created before writing the books. It happens the exact same in the world of video games. Noita is such a game where a significant part of the story is either hidden in plain sight or behind the walls that the player has to destroy. This is amazing because if you actually played uh, Noita, um, you have some sort of story going. You can actually see the story and everything, but everything on, on the background, it is like a, the complete story, the complete uh, with all the jeroglyphics and stuff because it has its grammatical rules and I've seen people trying to 
um, not myself because I, I don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, if you yeah, go into the Reddit pages, mm -hmm. yeah, you can find all the, the, the investigation that they did and everything. And it's so amazing. I mean, yeah. how can a fictional language get that far? It's fascinating. Exactly, exactly. And it definitely adds to that immersive experience and like, that credibility of the world that you created. That's just the fact yeah. that that this language and like I think we've all like covered all these different purposes that the, that fictional languages can have. It can either just be like the emotion through the pitch that they're using, or it can be like a whole like quest where you can try to translate it. And, totally. Yeah, yeah, and it can be something to make to set you apart from the rest, uh, to make to give you more um, of a mysterious feeling because sometimes when you play a video game. Um, and you open a magic book, what you find in the magic book, it's not pro probably something that you will understand because this is like a fake language. Uh, so it's just like to, be, to give this feeling of something mysterious, mm -hmm. something like you don't belong here, right? You know what, I, what I got? I, I, I went silent because I couldn't stop thinking about something. The Orkish and the common language. Yeah, from the Horn the Alliance. Yeah, but Common sounds not as cool as Orkish. I know, but mm -hmm. I'm from the Horde. You have to choose your I sides. Know. Just like but you want to be part uh, of the cool kids. <laughs> you said it, not me. But you know, you knew what I was going. Yeah, like he's, he's going to kill. But I mean, if you think about it, uh, in the world of World of Warcraft, right? It, it, it's a war. So yeah. that happens mm. also. I mean, in, in in real life. I mean, I, I imagine wars you face against individuals from another country or whatever and you don't understand them either mm -hmm. so it's like that how many years ago 15 12 10 years ago that must have been groundbreaking yeah to do something massive yeah because it's an online game yeah and there are like some uh, orkish words that i know it, they have meaning like loktar ogar that it's oh. just yeah uh, they have a certain meaning because they they have given this kind of meaning mm -hmm. so it's just like i think that's powerful yeah that, that's a great point and i think especially for i don't know i, I was thinking about this the other day where like for native like native english speakers that they are so used to and all that speaking in English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah everything is like, you know, I'm, I'm from Latin America, we know like a lot of things are in localized from like to, to Spanish or Latin American Spanish, especially to like Argentinian Spanish in our place, for example. Um, so it's very different feeling. And I think it's very interesting to just to create that like more international view of your game where you have, you know, just different species and different like we yeah. help people speak in different languages and, and how it feels like. It gives you a notion of a broader view. Yeah, yeah, it's just like another thing that you are experiencing because I believe um, if there are like games that weren't uh, like with these fictional languages, um, it, it wouldn't feel the exact same, you know? Uh, no, maybe, if they all spoke English yeah. with different accents, it would have cut. Yeah, and, and then when, I, I don't know, I imagine every single game that you uh, you wake up in a strange world, you don't understand the language, so it's just like this kind of thing of exploration 
of uh, discovering new things. And I think that's it, what gets me the most about digital languages, right? You know, maybe that what you just said, I mean, uh, the fact that most uh, or the, that English uh, speakers are used to having games in English, uh, that also happens in other countries. I mean, I remember you, Faye, from season one, one of our guests, uh, talked about how some most, actually, Japanese players just think that their game magically appears in Japanese, mm -hmm. and that's just not the case in most games, because, I mean, there are many, many, many uh, Japanese games developers and publishers, right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it gives a broader point of view, yeah. in general, that there are different people that speak different languages, and, and even if it's a, a, a NATO Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, I agree. And uh, for all of you who are watching or hearing this, we would love to hear what's your favorite fictional language to read. Yeah, I mean, do you speak any fictional languages? <laughs> oh, are you very fluent in every fictional language? I'll be very impressed. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Leave your comments down below, find our Discord link there. Uh, yeah. Thank That's you so it. much for watching. See you guys in the next episode. <laughs>